Today's chat is brought to you by the support of all our Twitch subscribers. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through the Twitch platform, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a subscriber of the FFC and gaining access to some exclusive features over in the Discord server, please be sure to visit our Twitch account and click on the subscribe button. If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes... We need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on August 23rd, 2019, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, I want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring the topic of the upcoming expansion, Shadowkeep. This particular episode will serve as what we have lovingly started calling the introductory sessions of the week's exploration. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of all that we have, all of those we have on the show for God, man, you know what? I'm just going to start that entire sentence over and hope that English comes comes eventually. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86. And this is the pretty one, Green Eyed Music Lover. <laughs> no, 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 changing it. I did change it. <laughs> <laughs> and last but definitely not least, in the hot seated guest co host, we have our good friend, Six of Blades. Six high, or Blades, Six, which one do you prefer? Honestly, it doesn't matter either way. Whatever will end up being off the tongue faster. Usually it ends up being blades. Blades. Well, how are you doing tonight? You know, it's been a good day. It's been good. Well, and then, that's Yay. it. That's that's always a great answer. So I have a, mm-hmm. the usual question next for you is where can we find you out in the internets? Uh, Twitter. I am at six of blades. You can kind of see it right there on the screen if you're watching the live show. Uh, and if you're not watching the live show, you really should be. Uh, also on YouTube at Broken Notes Entertainment. That's my current kind of channel. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it so far. Nice. Not a big Perfect. presence. I'm just a guy being a dude. No worries. Um, and for those listening, don't worry about trying to memorize all of it. I'm going to be sure to get the links posted over in our show notes on the, the lorenetwork.com when the, the deep dive segment or the advanced session goes live this week. So that'll be on it, Friday. Six is spelled a little funny. Just just going just gonna to say that. Six is spelled a, in a little bit different way that makes it a bit challenging. Mm-hmm. I was just going to refer to you as five, five Y of X of blades, but that got, that's a bit of a mouthful. Um. <laughs> So, so Green, I know Green usually has a few crazy questions that she likes to ask guests. So I'm going to hand it over to her for that interrogate. I mean, that conversation. I mean, I could could interrogate. I mean, we kind of did that a little bit in the top three episode. Wait until Wednesday to hear that one. But uh, what is your favorite Destiny lore story? What is your favorite lore story? What is your favorite story? It's like ask me to pick my favorite child. I don't uh-huh. have any because I love I, them all, and I, oh, I don't have children. Oh, and I don't have children. <laughs> well, there you go. Do you have Do you have animals? I have a dog. There you go. Um, that counts. Lord, there's so much. There's so much really, really good lore, and this this answer would change probably hourly. Yeah. I, I think I think right now I would have to say any of the menagerie gear. The, the, the story of the Conicron that kind of sifts in between all of them with the Shadow of Shadows. Uh-huh. It's a very, very dark story, especially when you start reading the last few pieces of them. It's It gets really dark. Yeah, it's one that gives a lot of us kind of a... It's, it's a frustrating book, too. 
I will say that like trying to piece it apart and figure out how what what is serious and what is not serious at this point as far as Callus goes and knowing what the in, like the intention of what Callus is doing definitely will have to say that that is one of the the books that is just like oh god I, it's the one that's making me uncomfortable more than oh, yeah. the others at the moment absolutely uncomfortable yes Yes, yes. All right. So if that's your favorite lore at the moment, what got you into the lore? Like what was the what was the story that drug you in or who was the one that drug you into the lore? Answer is going to be real plain. I'm sure this would end up being a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. It was one part being bored at work and having the Destiny app available to me. So <laughs> on my lunch breaks, I would literally read the grimoire cards. I would go home and read the grimoire cards. You know, that's actually less common of an answer than you think. Most people are like Bife or Mylan. Yeah, that's the other one. But I, I, I have mad respect for you actually digging in and kind of diving into the cards on your own. I mean, it's all there and available, or it was. Now you have to yeah. do something like Ishtar, which is just as fine. But it was nice having it like there and seeing all the cards that I had earned. It also gave me a good way to see what I still need to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, so those are the two easy questions. I guess there's one more easy question, and then there's one like one question that's going to be a little bit more challenging. So e- last easy question, what class do you play? Hunters for life. Yes. Three hunters. Three hunters. I like it. little harder question. What are you? A, are you a PvP player? Are you a PVE player? And if so, are you a, a dirty shotgunner, a fusion rifle punk, or a sniper who's a swiper because they just can't actually land their shots anymore? Definitely more of the the PVE than the PVP. I have the reaction times of a slightly inebriated cat, and that's being generous. An inebriated cat. I like it. I like it. I mean, I I don't know what that looks like as far as like. A cat being inebriated because I've never seen a cat inebriated. Is there like a YouTube video that I can like witness this or? God, I hope not. I hope. I mean, that's a scary thought. A little bit, to be honest. This is wow, Blue. You, how did you? Wow. <laughs> that did. We just started talking that, about this. And that was instantaneous. That was like, did you have that see your phone? No. So this good old conversation, Whoa. like learning about blades, and Blue pops into chat with this. It's a it's a meme. It's this. It's just a black background with white text that says this is a drunk cat, and I'm super utterly confused how he did it so quickly. Like I, I I'm he has I, ten second future vision. Nailed I it. guess maybe. I like I'm the social media person, but he's apparently the meme guy because I don't know how he found that that quick. I'm a little flabbergasted. Like... Blue talked to Osiris. He's seen the future. Yes. Yep, nope, confirmed. Blue so is for... the next Osiris incarnate. Oh, so for his dying. prophecies, are all cat memes. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm his. Pro- his prophecies are going to end up being like 2004 cheeseburger cat memes. Yes, <laughs> no, it's, it's just he just goes up and pushes all the stuff off the desk. I can has cheeseburgers. I can has good life. Yes. Yes, I love those. Such a happy time. Oh. All right, Blue, take it back. I, I've got nothing. You broke me. God. Oh, man. Okay, so I know everyone is looking forward to diving into the discussion, so we're going to run through the standard housekeeping notes, uh, just get those out of the way, and then we'll get right into it. Last week, we discussed the lore book, Nothing Ends. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to rate, and if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes or comment on the episodes on Podbean, or whichever podcasting app you use to enjoy podcasts. Reviews are extremely helpful as they not only let us know what we can do better for you, but also help to continue to expand the FFC family, allowing more and more perspectives to be heard. To those of you who have already taken the time to leave us a review, thank you. 
As many of you are aware, Focus Fire Chat is a community in which we offer the chance to dive into lore from within various titles and mediums, with a special focus on the Destiny universe. Every Friday at about 10pm Central, the podcast team gets together to stream a summary of the chosen topic for that week. The hope for this is to encourage dives into aspects of game lore within both our Discord server and within the other communities we share the digital world with. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, a central hub for content that covers a wide variety of different titles and mediums. Our full show notes for each week's topic will be posted there, so for the additional information or guest details, be sure to check out the site. Next week's topic is going to be a discussion on the dangers of Gambit. That being said, however, we still want to hear your thoughts about this week's topic. Be sure to weigh in over on Discord, and don't be shy in tagging any of the team in the conversation. Can't wait to read what your thoughts are. So, uh, Green, Gamescom. Mm -hmm. Gamescom happened. And there's a lot. There is. And the introduction episode, we're going to mainly focus on the gamescom information and the interviews that happened and the trailer drops i think as far as like how our episodes are going to line out this week um i'm sure we'll talk a little bit about lore tied into some of them but i think we're going to wait until the advanced episode to really go in deep with some of the the lore connections a bit closer you say that's fair yep okay so GamesCon happened. It is. It was in Germany. Das and Bungie went, and Bungie dropped a bunch of information on us while we were there. Some Bungie, of which was Bungie went to the Xbox show. The Xbox, yes, they did. Which was and also, which is just, I call that out because that's kind of the first time that's happened. Yeah, considering that they were Sony based for so long and partnered with, I guess, not partnered is the bad bad word for it. What do you call it? Well, they were, they were, um, they were, they were uh, yeah, they were exclusive. Well, I mean, Activision had an exclusive deal with Sony, That's which is why you had all the console exclusives with the PlayStation, which is not the case any longer, which is a win right. for everybody, to be fair. Right. So at this GamesCon, there was a few different interviews. There was an interview specifically with Deej and I'm blanking on the other guy's name. Um, uh, the Dude. fire, the fire it was, team. It was chat, one with or... Leia. It was the Leia interview. Uh, Ben, I think that one was with Ben. ben uh, Womack. Yes. So Ben Womack is the design lead. Yeah, that's that was that interview, and in that one, they kind of previewed the artifact information that's going to come out and the mechanics a little bit that go along with that. Uh, they also showed off some of the finishing moves and how those worked with the artifact artifacts in general so the i'm going to go through kind of the basic things news wise that happened with that and then we'll talk about kind of the the things that items wise that we saw and the enemies that we saw and kind of the lore implications of those guys as well as maybe talk a tiny bit about the theories about the power level that's going to be coming up so in the artifacts you can the artifacts are you're able to level up different things in it. And it is kind of like a skill tree that works all the way across. And in that you're unlocking different abilities. Some of the abilities were um, mods that are really, really expensive. Like there's a mod that will allow you to drop a heavy brick for your entire team, like essentially like a synth, a heavy synth for your entire team. But in order to do that, you have to sacrifice half your super. There's definitely give and takes with all the different mods. Some of them were less expensive and less intense than that, but some of them were definitely things to help your team or things to help yourself, which was kind of cool. The finishing moves, things that we learned about that, you cannot use finishing moves on big bosses, which makes sense, although that would be kind of super cool to be able to slam and punch out a ogre or anything like that. But the finishing moves are the ones that tend to activate these different perks. Um, they can be just for show if you don't want to do any of the mods or level up the artifacts at all. And if you wanted to, you can have them affect gameplay. Like I was saying, you can do the different mods and whatnot and the, the skill tree to advance that a little bit. As far as the items that we saw, the artifact they showed off mainly was the Eye of the Gate Lord, which for those of us who we were just reminiscing on D1, that is a definite throwback. 
Do you think it's our eye of the gate, Lord? Uh, no, because I think if I remember that correctly, that was destroyed with the opening of the Black Garden. But it does tie into the season of the Undying, because that is arguably one of the ways that we get into the Black Garden. Yes, and then there was the Assassin's Call, Cow. It's so which pretty. Is, it is pretty. So it would be really blinding to wear. Just going to say that. Like if you actually wore that thing, that would be terrible. But it's so pretty. It's got to have the sparkly. <laughs> Do you remember what the perk was on it? I didn't. I don't remember seeing the perk. But I, uh, I you're. I actually don't know on the assassins. Assassin's Cowl. I have the magical power of Bing. Yes. No, I don't want Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I know the flavor text on it is now you see me, now you don't. So it may be I'm it... the in- invisibility one that allows oh. you invisibility in any class. Like you know the, what would be really cool is if it was the equivalent of don't touch me. I don't know if that is what it is or not. I would have to like dive into that a little bit closer. I mean, I'm just saying that that would be an interesting twist on that one. Speaking of other items and whatnot we saw coming back, Monte Carlo's coming back. Did you guys see that? Uh, Black Flag in chat says melee kills on guardians and finishers on PVE enemies grant invisibility and health regen. Yes. I was right. So it's so, worm husk plus something mask. else. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, one-eyed mask does the you if you kill somebody you get the is it just PVE enemies or does it not? Yeah, it doesn't have the PVP enemy on there. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't eat crayons. Anybody that damage gets the. Okay. Interesting. Uh, enemies that we saw at GamesCon were Nightmare Thrall, we saw Gaul, we saw Skolas, we saw Fogoth. That one I thought was interesting. Did they actually give him a name back? They did not give him a name. He was not, he, none of these were named. Like Gaul wasn't named, Skolas wasn't named, Fogoth wasn't named, but the character models are pretty identical to the D1s ones. Like they're just cleaned up a little bit, it looks like, but Fogoth had the chains and kind of the the leather vest type thing that was like all torn to pieces going on. Let's see here. Beyond that, uh, power level cap is at 960 with your normal items. Theoretically, because of the artifact, you can go to an infinite power cap. Now, that being said, this was part of the interview that happened with, I want, I want to say it was Luke Smith. No, it wasn't Luke Smith. It was the blonde guy. I can't ever... Seth? No, Scott. Scott. Thank you, Scott. This was the interview with Scott that happened later. And in this one, they were talking about how the artifact can level you up pretty infinitely. But that being said, the leveling will stop at the end of Season of the Undying. So it is a limited time to be able to level up that crazily. I don't know if they're planning on keeping that as a um on your character well if it's based off if it's based off the artifact that's not going to stay on your character because that's a seasonal artifact okay so then it would disappear at the end of the season the other thing as far as the infinite infinite um leveling they also mentioned that as you're leveling up just like you do in a video game in general you're going to hit essentially a slowdown because the Enemies aren't necessarily going to continue to level with you, so you're going to be getting the same amount of XP, but you're going to have a higher level threshold to meet for each level. Yeah, the ELs, the EL EL is not going to grow with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Correct. So that you're going, you can go as infinite as you would like, but you have to realize that it is not going to be coming coming as quickly the higher up you get. So there's going to be kind of a taper off point. And they were essentially challenging the community to see how far they can push the artifact and see how high of a level they can get. They mentioned, um, somebody brought up the concept of Iron Banner or other leveled activities. And they're going to keep everything turned on for that. So if you are leveled and you earned that, you're going to be able to make a big difference in Gambit and in Iron Banner and be that person essentially that's just going to work everybody i say that I nicely i like i like that i like that filtering right there oh gosh i mean I, after doing heavy as death i know what it feels like to be the person who's under leveled so i don't want to be that person that's under leveled just saying so green's going to be level 
She's going to be over 9,000. Well, if we can get to that point. I'm curious because of the level ending at 960, if we can get to level 999. Not specifically for listen, the lore, listen lore truth, reason. Listen, type. truth, the power. It, it might. I'd like to try to finish that. I still haven't finished Shattered Throne solo, at least. I've finished it with teammates, but I've never soloed it. Can't get past the stupid ogre. <laughs> I mean, you, you should just give it a good try. You should just give it a good try, Excuse right? Excuse me. It- <laughs> I gave it 14 hours. 14 hours. The first three hours were spent on the first section. The first... And then I flew into the freaking ogre, but I spent probably 12 hours on the stupid ogre. Oh, yeah. Not no. all at once. I broke it up. Anyway. Yeah, that, he, he's a he's a he's a beast. Mm. So chaotic in that it's overwhelming on your own, like even with a group of a tactic. Oh, sure. I got to the point where I could clear the entire room except for the ogre. And I would like slam the the buff into the location that you needed to. I just couldn't do enough damage to the ogre by myself. And it was frustrating. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I'm level 999, how easy it is to take him out. That's my hope. A point I'd like to potentially make on the infinite leveling front. Now, it says that the level cap or the power cap is going to be 960. Mm-hmm. They never said that it wasn't going to go up when hard mode for whatever raid Because That's true. So I feel yeah. like it'll be 960 base for normal, and then it might go up to 1k for the uh, for whatever potential hard mode might be coming out. That wouldn't make sense like just numerically and rounding-wise. That would be interesting, because at that point, everybody in the lore community will be losing their minds because of the the quote-unquote breaking of the curse level. The threshold would have been met at that point, right? As If we're going to believe truth to power as an I actual mean, If you want to also thing, technically address it, it would be a nice way of them nodding to it being actually broken. It would be nice if something actually changed in the Dreaming City at that point. Saying That's how we'll get the, the 15th wish. Oh, God. The seventh chest will be unlocked. No. All the memes. We just did that episode. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go oh, back God. to it. Uh, okay. So other things that happened at Gamescom. I'm just going to sidetrack back into what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just about. going to ignore um, everything you just said and go back to topic. Yes. So uh, uh there was a question brought up about how Bungie feels about being without Activision at this point. And I thought I liked, it was a I really, like this. I like this one. This was this was a really insightful thing. And it's the Bungie has always been a huge, huge part of obviously the creation of Destiny and been in charge of a lot of the creation aspects of it. The thing that was mentioned is now they're seeing the publisher side of things. So there's a different not necessarily different hats that they have to put on, but they have it's to think differently. And it's a it different was struggle. an appreciation Yeah, and it's an appreciation. You can definitely see that they're appreciating the the skills and the structure that it takes to be on that publisher side of things rather than just the creation side of things. And I believe there wasn't there an article you said about yes, their I Activision sent, thing? Yeah. Uh Deej sat down with um <clears throat> I believe it was PC Gamer. Hang on, I'll pull it mm-hmm. up just a second. Um yeah, it was PC Gamer did an article that says Bungie. So it's basically Deej sitting down and kind of clearing clearing the air on the whole thing because a lot of a lot of people have um, unfair antagonism towards Activision. In this sense, there's there's things that you can be legitimately upset with Activision about stuff. I, I get that. This one is kind of not not one of those. Um, Deej came out and was basically saying, you know, here, let me see, uh, right here, this quote from him. So Deej says, I think we need to dispel the notion Activision was some prohibitive overlord that wasn't letting us do awesome things. We launched this franchise with Activision naturally. And over the course of time, we both decided we had different goals for what we wanted it to be. So we both went our separate ways. It was amicable, and here we are making this game on our own, doing what we think needs to be done to make it awesome. Um, and then that, then the conversation kind of moved to the com- the whole thing of cross save, free to play version. You know how like you know Bungie's willingness to evolve, and you know, and that's indeed indeed did kind of make a comment like you know they're still learning uh, just the same way as when they moved to Activision. Uh, 
you know, they had there were some pain points too with uh, the move to Activision because they brought Bungie.net, which was really a Halo centered thing for the most part uh and so it was obviously very centered around xbox well they brought that into the playstation what he refers to as the playstation nation um and you know the that that influx of new faces also brought new questions that they had never thought about um and so you know it's it's the the whole thing is that they're hoping to build the, the Destiny community up. He said, we'll be talking to a core Destiny fan about what's new, but for the person on the fence, we had all these elaborate business considerations that they had to jump through in order to get caught up with someone already playing. Now we're opening the door and saying, come on in, take a look around. If you like this place and want to make it your hobby, there is a community here who will take you on new adventures. So it was a very, it's a very short article, but um, he basically is just, he's really just clearing the air and and clarifying that you know the split between Activision and uh, Bungie was not a criminus. It was actually just it was just they they had a changing of priorities and it was an amicable split that they both sides are apart. Well, yeah, and and it was just it was a mature it was the mature thing. To, you know, it was a mature decision on both sides. There's no hard you know feelings. Uh, if you watch if you watch the interactions with the devs of Bungie and Activision on Twitter, you get that sense as well. A lot of them mm-hmm. will banter back and forth uh, still. I mean, so, you know, it's not it's it's just it's just business at that at that stage. It's just business. They just and they then, had it. They had a different end goal that they were going for. And Bungie disagreed. And, you know, instead of instead of becoming something toxic, they split while they were both amicable towards it. Yep. All right. So we got through the news. We got through the most of the interviews, at least of the stuff that I thought that was like really things to latch on to as far as updates and changes and things that will kind of affect the lore a little bit, but mostly affect the gameplay and things going on forward. Trailer time. I'm going to have both you, Blue, and Six of Flags. Six of Flags. I did it again. Six of Blades. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I he's six flags not, in my brain for not, some reason. You're not gonna escape this now. You're just gonna be, hey, six flags, how's it going? How's Texas? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Gosh darn it. There's the six flags in Denver too. I know, which um, makes no sense. But anyways. Yeah, whatever. But I'm gonna have you two guys dive into the two trailers. I do have the transcript in the show notes for you guys, as well as some of my semi notes on it, but I'd like for you two to dive into it. Are we I doing the? Uh, that... <clears throat> I want to do the Ducktales theme. Um, have you guys? So have you guys seen those? The the rash of remixes of the original trailers. The, oh the ones God. that uh, Grindhead Jim is doing. Well, so Grindhead he's got twenty three, I think, and he's he's releasing them on a slow drip. But then, like, mm-hmm. there's the DuckTales one. They redid it as with the DuckTales theme, which is my, it's just my personal favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was another one. I can't remember the other one, but there is, oh, um, uh, oh, God, it's uh, Bad Moon Rising, Credence Clearwater. Uh, was oh, gotcha. One. That was, which was a really good one, too. There, there, there were some good ones, but yeah. So this is the, this is the trailer for Shadow Keep. So there's two trailers, right? There's the, the trailer for shadow keep and then there's the season of undying trailer um and six do you want to talk about do you want to do the trailer for shadow keep you want to talk about that one real quick yeah let's get in on that one it, it's been a hot minute since i've seen it because i've worked since i since i watched it initially i actually typically once i hear something bungee i go and take my break and then i watch it and then i have to work the rest of the ship keeping keeping up with it mm-hmm. um so I don't know where you would want to start necessarily. There's there's so much to go through. That's that's a big thing. Yeah, I think like so again, kind of what we've been talking about, you know, previously with the whole thing with Shadowkeep. It's it's very uh, psychologically themed. You know, again, we have from Eris. <clears throat> the the line is something wicked has awakened. Nightmares plague our galaxy. Your past confronts you, Guardian. Put an end to it. Um, mm-hmm. sorry. Now I have DuckTales theme song stuck in my head. Uh, <laughs> <woo-hoo>. uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> I just tangented myself off this. Um, so yeah, then we did. see, we see, uh, the memories of, uh, Skolas, which that was PTSD, Omnigol, mm-hmm. 
Crota, the Omnigol uh, Bad Destiny joke was hilarious, by the way. Good job, Cole. Um, uh, Crota, Gaul, Fogoth, or he who shall not be named, apparently. Uh, the There is a Gatelord-looking character, and then... I didn't see the giant shrieker. Was that at the, was that at the it, end? It was, it was behind everything. So there was like a boss oh, in front okay, of it. Okay. And then it was hidden kind of tucked behind. And it looked like the one from Sabathun's song. Which would make, I mean, which would make sense. These, mm-hmm. these 10, these seem, most of these are actually the majority of them are, uh, strikes. Uh, there's a few mission and, a and there is one well, raid. raid. Yeah. I was about to say there's no, one raid. Skolas was technically uh, a prison of elders. Yeah, Skolas was its own special hell. <laughs> yeah, God. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, you want you want to talk about PTSD? Go talk to ugh. anybody um, who played anyone. House of Wolves. Well, yeah, that and our clan was responsible for sherpering people through. So, like, <clears throat> we have uh, Damo. Damo, who's one of our moderators in Focus Fire, he basically we there. The joke is that Skolas owes him rent because he was in there. Like, I mean, that guy Damo must have put days of time spent in Prison of Elders. And the worst thing about Prison of Elders was obviously there was no save points, so you had to you had to run you had to run it the full you had to run the full thing in one go. And I mean, you're talking, I mean, like if you have a bad run, that's eight hours. Like it's it was like solar burns. Yeah, you're gonna be there for a while. It was just that that oh, that was painful. Um, until everybody had a gallophorn and they were just until until breaking. yeah. And then it was then it was horrifying watching how fast he got melted. Um, which I didn't feel bad for at all. Uh, so yeah, I mean, no, I, <laughs> again, I think you know the focus is again on on the psychological nightmares. I mean, so we. There's a lot of possibilities, right? You know, there's, there's, there's the idea that are these ascendant creatures that are uh, projections of something that is, you know, embedded in us? Uh, is this a perversion of some form of the darkness? Uh, because there, I think there's also mention of you think you've seen the darkness and you, you've, you have no idea or something like that. Wasn't was that in that mm-hmm. trailer? Was it was not trailer? in that trailer. It was that in a was different one. Something prior. Okay. Yeah. Because there was a there was a line though, right? Am I am I remembering that right? It was it was like the, one of the teasers for okay. one of the very first teasers for the Shadow Keep, where Eris talks about that. Oh, that's a good idea for dancing. Dancing, saying, you know, I wonder if similar to Taken King and Rise of Iron, some of the D two strikes will get revamped with nightmares, which would be interesting i would i can i I can see that because they did that with uh the taken right right the thing is though is we have a bunch of characters from d1 i mean the only the only d2 thing that we have on there i guess there's two on there there's uh gall and this the shrieker from zavathun's song if that is indeed that shrieker so if they were to revamp it and this is a conversation i had with uh somebody else earlier today if they were to revamp it and make it into strikes per se, you would have a lot of locations brought in because Skolas was in a location. Tanix was another one that was brought up as possibly coming back. And I'm seeing a ton of Bungie devs bring up Tanix as a, I don't know if it's a meme right now or if this is something yeah, it that's is. coming. It's, yeah. Okay. He has no uh, house. He has yes. no house, apparently. But I mean, I guess yeah. the other the other thing too, though, it wouldn't be a lot of new destinations because all the destinations that they have were either getting with the moon or we already have. Omnigal was on Earth. It was in the Cosmodrome. Well, but I mean... Which we technically have. We don't have any not a, two. Well, we kind of do because we did we the, the... We had the Thunderlord. Thunderlord. We returned to the Cosmodrome. We didn't return to... What was that? That wasn't... Was that Skywatch? No, it wasn't Skywatch. It was a different um, location. It was a different location. Yeah, Omnigul. Well, in Omnigul too, wasn't didn't we encounter Omnigul on the moon one time? Am I not remembering I that correctly? Don't I don't know. Think so. I think she's always been on Earth. Okay, I, and that might, might be because she was she was always associated with Rasputin. Like she was always trying to break into Rasputin's bunker. Yes. Um. Her and which, everybody else. Her, yeah, every yeah. everyone else. Um. But like, so Skolas, we've already been in the prison of elders. That is a strike today. Uh. Mm-hmm. Crota, we're going back to the moon. Hellmouth is, I mean, 
It's it's a part. It's I think the new uh, I think it's a new location. Gaul. Okay, yeah, you've you mentioned that. Sorry, Fogoth summoning pits is also in the Hellmouth. Um, mm-hmm. Gate Lord would be the Black Garden, which is coming back. Uh, is that Gate Lord or not Atheon? Uh, the reason I the reason I mentioned Gate Lord because it looks it's a giant Minotaur. So we've seen a couple different giant Minotaurs. I mean, so Atheon I guess my. Yeah, I guess my I'll have to go back and watch it again because Atheon has a very prominent uh profile. Head. Yeah. Yeah, his his, his he's very very unique in his pres- like in his shape. Um oh, Chad is saying the quote that I was thinking of is in the uh is in this trailer. It's you think you know the darkness you have no idea or not yet or something. Black Flag mentioned that there was Atheon and, and a, a Gate Lord. Okay, which I mean, the Gate Lord makes sense if the seasonal artifact is going to be a Gate Lord's eye. I can see that being our acquisition of the artifact is from that it, Gate Lord. That makes me have so many different questions about. Oh, Zydron is one of the nightmares. Okay, because Zydron's who we got the eye from. Mm-hmm. That was the strike that everybody farmed to death, or the mission oh that yeah, and you death. get you get an icebreaker and just go sit on the back back wall yep you got it it's good uh because that was also where uh some of the wanted during house of wolves hung out so here's my question for both of you is there an enemy i mean we've listed a bunch of enemies we've seen is there an enemy that hasn't been listed that you want to see come back blades i am i'm very partial to anything from rise of iron I'd really like to see the Archpriest from Wrath of the Moon come back. Oh, yeah, the Archon, or was it the Arch, Archon Priest? Or, no, no the, Arch, the Arch Priest, the, the first two encounters that you, the one with the bomb throwing. Okay, gotcha. Not Axis, the, the first one, I can't remember. Vasek, thank Vos- you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Kilsia. Okay, that would be a good one. Blue, what about you? Is there a boss you want to see come back? Uh, they have it, Fogoth. I just wish they would give yeah. him a name. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm, why did they not? Because it was, it was, it was, mm, mm, it's one of my sore points. Like they had Fogoth of the summoning pits and then there was like this, like, I don't even remember what update it was, but it was like a really quiet update. Like no one ever made any comment about it. And all of a sudden it was just ogre or it was just mm-hmm. an abomination or something like, and I'm like, what, 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 what did he do to you? Like <laughs> that was <laughs> Fogoth was I, like, I'm like that update was the April update kinda, for Dancy. The Taken they they kind of forgot about his name. Get out, Dancy. <laughs> you know who uh, I want to see come back, but it would cause so many lore issues, and people would riot. Orcs. I throw my hat in for orcs. I would love to. I, I mean, love to have that experience again. Uh, I, I, Depending I would, on I what would, the nightmares are. I'll be honest. If yeah. I have to go through that effing raid one more time i'm just gonna just regicide we just go through regicide oh regicide wasn't bad regicide wasn't bad it was the glitch Uh, it was the glitch fest that was taken king doom (laughs) zombies brought up one that i think that everybody tends to forget the (laughs) hank the shank (laughs) oh gosh my gosh yes that was uh wasn't that was uh, um... shank 2.0 or something didn't they? They made a giant shank. Oh yeah, because no, there was they? yeah yeah yeah. It was, it was saber a, two, saber two, because yes. that was the that was the saber. line that your ghost was like, "I want a bigger shell." And Zavala's like, "Really, really?" <laughs> it was one of my favorite lines between the two of them. Well, and and then Dino Dino's actually saying exactly what I was going to say with the whole Oryx thing is if if the nightmares are just manifestations of our of yes. our darkness of our memories. Um, Oryx coming back. I mean, that's the same as the, um, what is it? The reckoning, reckoning? you know, the Oryx and the reckoning is it's not, it's, it's not, it would not be counter to anything within the lore as long as those are psychological projections, which is kind of what I mean by that. Like if depending on what the nightmares are, or if the nightmares are actually risen versions of these guys, but not with their own will and working for somebody else, totally different. Listen, you leave soul out of this. And sort of a taken version. Oh God! I hope Zol doesn't come back. I don't want to fight the giant worm again. That wasn't um, Zol. Punch him to death. I know it wasn't. I just don't want to do it. Well, the I only reason I bring, strike. I just remember, I just the only reason. I'm sorry, I'm bringing that up is because it's necromancy. Yeah. 
and so you're talking about something that's being brought back without its you know against its will that i mean that that's kind of necromancy right but i don't it doesn't what we're seeing in this trailer doesn't look anything like we've seen before the things are red they oh i guess okay Here's what it kind of looks like. They're red. They have spikes. And the reason why I say that is because of the nightmare thrall you look specifically are the easiest ones to see this on. Even some of the the nightmare Fogoth and the nightmare Skolovs, there are some slight adaptations happening to the character models. They're they're not exactly the same. That being said, neither are the taken. They're not exactly like the original versions of themselves. So what are we dealing with? Who are we dealing with? Well, I think that's the million dollar question, right? Right. And yeah, I really hope like uh, chat's talking about the uh, ghosts that are floating. Mm-hmm. Man, you mean I the am... guardian, the guardian forms are, are they guardian forms? Did you see the Titan looking helmet one that you mean the, the Titan looking trailer? helmet that's based off the astronaut helmet from the golden age? No, 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 no. Um, keep, I will find an image and yeah, I will get some image. Shoot me. I'm, I'm curious. Cause that, I mean, in there's, there's a number of possibilities of who those, those figures are, right? Regardless, all I can think of in green, you're going to hate me. And I, I, and being a hundred percent serious in my statement of this is all I can think of in those scenes is Pennywise. Um, when he steals I mean, the, the kids, the when he steals, yeah, w- the, yeah. Well, when he steals the kids, he puts their souls in stasis above so that mm-hmm. he can feed on them. And that's, I mean, they're exactly the same type of positioning as that, as the ghost figures. Um, Okay, so there's the original image. There is a helmet that it actually, from D1, reminds me of heavily. And here we go. Oh, are you talking about the one kind of left of center? Yeah, because the one to the uh, right, the one to the right and the one in the center look kind of similar to Graviton. So this is the helmet from D2 that it reminds yeah. me of, the Terra Concord helm, where it's just that kind of sleet back helm. Which one? Which one are you looking at? Uh, I put both images in chat. So no, I know which which have, figure are you saying which, reminds you of that? The center one, the center one, even mm-hmm. the one to the right of center. Oh, see the one, the center and the one to the right center make me think of graviton forfeit. Yeah, I I can see that too. But they have that the pauldrons that are a little bigger, so they remind me of titans. Um, the one to the far far left would remind me of a hunter, but most of them are kind of reminding me of titans in a lot of ways just because of this body shape the one um kind of in the background and chat i know this is really difficult to to describe as far as podcast or anything like that um the image i'm looking at is from the trailer itself it's the image that you see right before our guardians as a trio run towards them or go towards them and it is it is a freeze frame of it. And there's a guardian in the background that is a little bit more petite and whatnot. And it, they're, they're definitely ghostly shapes and they're very humanoid. They're not taken. They're not fallen or any of the enemy races. They look like guardians. Yeah. But see, those are vastly different than the other figures that were shown in the trailers because those actually have substance to them and they yeah, have coloration. The, 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 the image the that you have, very uh they're very ephemeral like ephemeral like they're very very broken down um which i mean i've seen a lot of people kind of point to uh the great disaster you know um mary embryum mm -hmm. which i I mean again it i just hope whatever they are they play a part in this because Mm -hmm. i think first off i think that would be awesome and second off it's such a cool aesthetic I really want to know like the explanation in game of what's going on with them. Um, just because I think I've got guardians forever. Well, and I mean, technically you could argue that we've had them with Gambit and the shadows of Yore. You oh, have, yeah. you have a title, you have a title on your user right now. Right now you're, you're, I think you're saying actual dark powers, like actual, yes. Uh, mirror images of ourselves. Right. Like a dark mirror? What? Um, I mean, it's such a trope. It would be easy to do. Well, e- I say easy to do story-wise, but it is oh, a very yeah, yeah, popular it would, trope. It is an extremely popular trope. 
All right, so that's the official trailer for Shadow Keep. Do you want to dive into the Vex trailer? Blake, you mean you the to, to you mean the one, one that's the one that's a couple of years old? The one that's a couple of years old. Have you know? Oh, green. Did you not know that? No. Okay, so the season of Undying trailer, uh this thing was leaked back in uh, 6, do you remember it was like 2015? I I remember the leak. It was. I mean, it's 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 been a it's been a while. Like it was back. Is it really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's and it's it's. There's differences. There's differences, but there it's it's oh, very very significantly similar. Um, for beat, it's 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 either a very very good adaptation or they ripped a lot of it. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah. It not and that's not that's not. I mean, it was a leak, so you know they. I'm not saying anything about that but i mean it's it's just it was it was kind of funny when everyone started freaking out because i was like oh hey a new trailer and i because i didn't even realize it was season trailer i thought it was another uh shadow keep and i just pulled it up and i'm like this isn't a new trailer like this thing's been who's who's uh rick rolling me and i'm like huh yeah they showed that one at gamescon too if i remember right yeah no this was this was the i think this was the the gamescom one or one of the big Gamescom ones. Yeah, it was. Right. It, but yeah, I remember it like pulls up and it's like, I mean, yeah, six is right. It's like, I, it's very, very similar to the one I remember. Um, huh. But I mean, that being said, uh, it does also open up uh, a lot of questions about the Vex. Um, right. Do you want to describe it? Would one of you like to describe it? It's... Um, I wrote a little blurb if you want, like yeah, I'm, yeah. It's so like it starts off and it's very matrixy. Uh, is I guess the best word that I would use to describe like the whole feeling of it. Uh, so you basically have like this like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Donnie Darko, um, but it's like the Donnie Darko where he's like seeing the future, where it's like a little orb coming out of him. Uh, that's what it is like, Radioloria. Um, and yeah, Dino, it's, it's an old data mine trailer, but never let it be said that Bungie empties their trash can. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, so the, like the bodies, the, the metal frames, the living metal frames of the Vex are kind of suspended in like this, this water-like substance. You don't know really what's going on. Uh, it is, there was a pyramid like shape. Um, it looks somewhat like, you think it looks like Mercury? Is that what you're saying? Some people are saying like the infinite um, forest like, type thing. Like it's it's got the same motive as the infinite forest, just because it's the pyramids. But you could also say it's similar. It's more similar to Pyramidian as far as the architecture within right, it. Right. But it's suspended in like a, a cerebral fluid or like a, a a watery area. Okay, so yeah, and chat's agreeing with you. It's like the Pyramidian. Um, mm-hmm. So like, and and the entire trailer, or not the entire, but the majority of the trailer, you're kind of following this Radioloria fluid as it flows in streams, and then it flows into into these frames, which turns out to be the body of a Vex. I think there's like a goblin. Um, mm-hmm. And then it like, you know, it it goes up this this strand and it it, it like it's Spinal just really, it's just really kind of it's both disturbing and really cool at the same time um basically it's filling up the juice box in in the the frame and then at the end it like looks up and the the eye activates and turns into that deep red that everyone will recognize as part of the vex um and that is then when they start walking out of the bull the the pool and i think that's when you also kind of realize that they're in the black garden and that's where the transcript well, comes in. Or, no, go for it. Go for it. I'm going completely no, off memory, so I'm, I'm right. You're you're fine. Um, as far as like the the black garden aspect, the the problem I have <laughs> the problem I have with this trailer is that it very much so looks like Pyramidian. Which, granted, Pyramidian, like the, what it does and whatnot, is still a little bit up in the air as far as like all its capabilities. But the the black garden itself. I had a very long debate with Wicked this afternoon in which I wanted to punch him in the face a little bit because we have a bet going on on whether or not the lake that is in this trailer is at the base of the strike when we do the the Cabal strike where we fight the Vex Minotaur at the end or if it's oh, in the Black Garden. No, see, I'm I'm giggling because... There is a particular strike which one of the the navigators, the uh, NPCs, is adamant that there is a lake in the center. Yeah, well, that's, yes, and, and that's 
That's one of them, too. I'm saying that in chat. I'm like, it's not a metaphor after all. Yeah, if Asher, Asher if, if this right. is if this is the lake, and if Asher does not get the chance to say "I told you so," I'm gonna be a little upset. Does that mean that Asher went into the Black Garden at that point? Then, well, but I mean, what people are saying is that they they're not be in connected. the Black Garden. Yeah, right. I mean, or so, they could be. It could be connected because we don't know. You know, portal wise, you never. I mean, you never know. I just. Ugh. Not that the lake's in the black, lake. isn't the black garden. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the, the yeah. This was one of the debates I was having. Hole? There's no hole. Where where are the vex being created? If the quote unquote Asher's Lake is a location where vex are created, he. I mean, Genesis <laughs> hashtag, mind, I, hashtag Asher's Lake. Oh my gosh, blades! I'm gonna. You're not helping my. You're, I have a bet. I have a bet going on with him that I will owe him dinner at Guardian Con next year if it turns out to be not in the Black Garden, but in the Pyramidian. Definitely not in the Black Garden. Definitely. If anything, it's definitely the Pyramidian. I'm saying it's in the Black Garden because the Black Garden is the creation's point of the Vex, according to so <laughs> much of the D1 lore. Dawson's Just Creek. saying. <laughs> Dawson's Creek. Oh my god. What was, that, killing me. what was what was the song that was, was that? i don't know i didn't watch song. that stupid tv show oh i don't, don't want to wait oh that's what God. it was that's what it was yes oh my gosh i don't want to wait for my lives to be for my aunt to be converted oh my, oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay so uh, well, I mean, I guess my other thing is, too, if it's in the Pyramidian, it could also be in the Black Garden. Yes. I, and that's it can what, be, it can be kind of transcendental. Which, which I'm fine with that. Like I said, if they're, the reason why I'm so adamant it's about the Black Garden is because of the transcript, because a curve mentions the Black Garden. <laughs> when a mommy vex and Just a daddy vex, when a mommy vex and a daddy vex like each other very is, much, they go to hashtag Asher Lake. That is not the transcript. <laughs> I- so the transcript is from Ikora. <laughs> we we say the Black Garden is the birthplace of the Vex, but it was not the beginning, it was the reason. The life in the garden called out a question, the Vex are the answer. They will do anything to protect the garden. And these things, there is symmetry. The gateways have opened. The Vex are coming. Mm-hmm. You know nothing, Ikora Ray. I mean, she knows a lot. She actually talks about this very thing back in D1. Just saying. I may have fallen down the rabbit hole for about oh, yeah, four no, hours she this afternoon. No, that was totally a playoff. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Um, yes. But the other the other thing, too, to be clear, because it is coming from my core array, I mean, to kind of put in a, a slight pump of the brakes, it is an in-game or an in-character perception. So oh, sure. once once again, oh, sure. you know, just just it, I mean, I'm just saying that for listeners too. It's like you know, just keep in mind this is a this is a analysis from an in character point of view. So this is not a narrative statement. This is Ikora's understanding of what is going on, and that could what I'm saying there is that could be wrong. Now, is it? I don't I don't know, but I'm just saying don't don't get upset if something oh, changes. I know. It's one of those, it's just one of those things, like, there's so much information about the creation of the Vex coming from the Black Garden. We don't have creation of Vex from any other location thus far. So I'm sticking to my guns of, this is the Black Garden. There's mentions of swampy areas in the Black Gardens, thanks to Aldrin and Joyeung. There's, I am just going to, I'm going to hold to, I'm going to hold to the lore that I know. I'm not going to I'm not going to fall into the Asher mind bend of what happened with the Radioloria pit at the bottom of the hole and the Flavin and the It's not a metaphor. Radioloria has been known to mess with people's minds. <laughs> no. Truth to power? What? I mean, all the hallucinations that various guardians have gone through because of the Radioloria? Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> backing off. Backing off. <laughs> Set the bike down gently and walk away. Not <laughs> dropping it. Uh, okay, so 
I don't know if we have too much to like dive into as far as like the basics of that one. We described it, obviously. We've kind of gone into a little bit of the theories on it. I think we should save the rest for the advanced lore because the majority of my notes for the advanced lore, there's a touch on Eris, there's a touch on just the concepts of what Eris went through, and then everything else is Black Garden related because Black Garden, and it's been a while since we talked about it. Sounds good to me. You want to do shout outs? Let's do it. Six, what shout outs do you have? I didn't know I was supposed to come prepared with shout outs. Cool. What shout outs do you have? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, way to way to throw me to the wolves. Somebody else go first and then I'll come ba- come back All right. like the like the kid in class. All right. So, shout outs to my my person that is almost always willing that isn't blue because blue is always willing. Uh, almost always willing to put up with my crazy and bounce ideas off of and is willing to go into some stupid theorizing to the point where I'm just kind of yelling at him and throwing out bets. Uh, shout out to my buddy Wicked because he decided to get on mic with me today because I was like, I need to talk through this. I've fallen down the rabbit hole. Blue was still at work mm-hmm. at this point. So I was just I like, shout was, out to him. I think that's when you messaged me and I was like, I'm in a meeting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was at hour four of diving into old lore and new lore and realizing how much lore they've touched on the Black Garden so far since D2, which is a little surprising. Um, I've forgotten about a lot of it. So shout out to him for being willing to put up with my crazy and put up with my ramble for a little while and then take over on his own ramble and make me angry in his own way because I'm just like, no. The theorite, no. And he's got good theories. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But he definitely pushes my boundaries as far as He's got good theories, but they're wrong. He's got good. Well, okay, no. (laughs) He will never let me live it down. The fact that Shin, his theory about Shin was right. And I would be remiss to say that his, yeah, he he was right about Shin. And Shin's play is one of the dredgeons and one of the veil and blah, 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 blah. Shadow Black flag. Blue is right sometimes. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, there you go. There you go. But yes, shout out to him. All right, Blades, you, you kind of ready? Yeah, I uh, I realize now that there's probably like two people I need to shout out directly. Uh, shout out to my fiance who's currently coloring stuff behind me for letting it's a smart me move. Computer. Yes. Smart move. Smart move. Smart move. Nothing, nothing, no, nothing. Just keep yeah, going. Go back. <laughs> Nailed it. She'll never know that I deleted her mom. You did oh, what? gosh. <laughs> run! Let's go. I'm fat. I can't run. Is she a titan? She sounds like a titan. She, so straight up, her first character, when we sat down and made her first character for Destiny, uh-huh. it was a titan. Yes! So we yes. didn't nail that one. Uh-huh. What did they did they they guess? Yeah, they straight up just guessed you were a Titan. Big fist diplomacy. Yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. My wife's a Titan too. I, I totally understand. She understands her wife. So she let me uh she let me use the computer instead of kicking me off at eleven thirty when she got home from work. After a long stressful day. Ah. Uh... <laughs> go back to yes. Go back to eating the grand Titan. And drawing, by the way. Totally didn't even hear the Titan comment. I'm I'm so happy. Nope, she did. Uh, <laughs> smack, smack. <laughs> I'm gonna be real lame with the second one. Uh, I'd really like to give you guys a shout out for letting me uh, come bombard your show with minor giggles and and some uh, random insights here and there. No, oh, yeah, definitely. It's been fun having you on. Um, I definitely one of the more amusing top threes we've had as far as like throw it back to memories and just getting into some of the nitty gritty of memes. That's, that's where I thrive in the, in the mild, in the mildly structure. Yes. Awesome. Blue. What about your shout outs? Um, really just, uh, man, I don't, Hmm. Someone hmm. else didn't come prepared. No, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out how to not transition into a rant. Uh, how about you do a very simple closeout and then we can rant after recording. 
Yeah, that's fair. I think that needs to be said though, because okay. there's there's still like a lot going on on Twitter uh, as far as like the whole gender thing uh mm. you know the sexual harassment uh there was a big post earlier i think this week actually uh yeah it was that, yesterday mm-hmm, um it's really it's 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 kind of it's absolutely unacceptable um don't oh, it's just one. yeah that one um I mean, that's that's really basically a a, a woman or a, a girl LFG'd. a woman lfg jumped into a chat with the lfg group and there were some horrible things that were said offhandedly and then directed towards her once they found out that she was a, a female. Um, you're, we're better than that. Um, and I think that needs to be stated as a reminder that, you know, you're better, be better, show the people that you are better than that. That's, that's not, that's really not acceptable for anybody to say to anyone. Um, and that's that's kind of what I I had kind of retweeted that and kind of said that as well. It's it's I'm not I'm not gonna attack the people who said it, other than to say that's not the Destiny community that I know. Um, I was actually really ashamed of the the Destiny community because of that instance. Uh, I was very pleased to see the response that not just the community but also Bungie actually weighed in on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, it's, it's a very stereo, it's a very stereotyping comment, but as a community, I think it needs to be pushed, I think, I think there needs to be a positive pushback to that. And I think that, you know, again, be better, be, you know, be the guardians that you, you can be and that you should be. Um, also, another kind of big thing that I actually I didn't know about until earlier this week, and Green actually was part of my rel- rel- realization of this horrible thing that's going on. Um, if you don't know about what's going on with the Amazon uh, rainforest, I really encourage you to look it up. Uh, there's there's some really bad stuff going on in the world, and that's one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. The rainfor the rainforest is on fire, and it's been on fire for like nearly three weeks now. Uh, and it's like, it's out of control, like, and, and it's, it's a big deal. Um, I don't really care if you're environmentalist or, uh, not, non-environmentalist, climate change, whatever. I don't like, I don't care. The rainforest is burning down and it's, it's needing, it's, it, it's, it's a big deal. That's, that's like 20, 20 to 25% of our air comes from that. Yeah. If that's, the if that's gone. Is considered the lungs of the earth. Yeah. It, 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 if that's gone, we're boned as a species like it's 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 a very big deal um so i would really encourage you i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna plug any specific organization but i really really would encourage you to take a couple minutes and and look into it um and if you have the capability to help out wherever you can please just do um you know again there's some things that are more important than video games and i and i I try really hard not to bring the politics and stuff and all that in, but I think those two things, I, I can't just sit here and quietly not say anything, uh, especially well, when we have a platform like this. It needs to be stated. That's well something else that you can do. Um, if you cannot financially help or donate or reach out or send whatever the, the these different organizations can do, you can do something. You have a voice. You can spread the word because the biggest thing that has been going on is that our own media has kind of been on the back burner with this. And granted, there have been fires before in the Amazon. It's not like it is a huge pressing story in their okay. mind because it's something that's happened a couple of different times. This one in particular, it's three weeks going over 3,000 different indigenous people live in that area as well as much uh, so many different things going on in that area. So you can reach out and you can let other people know what's going on, just like we're letting you guys know. And that will at least continue the conversation because what's being done right now, as far as politics wise go with the media and not getting any coverage on it, that is one of the biggest shames going on. Yeah. So you can definitely reach out and let others know. Yeah. And, and like, <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, it's it actually really 
it really disturbed me when I found out because I had no idea. And I found like I literally found out this week. So that tells you. And I, and I think I'm pretty decently connected to things. And so that just blew my mind. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world. And I don't I don't mean to detract from that. But that is that is a that's a big deal, guys. Like it really is. Um, so again, really please, if nothing else, look into it. Uh, try to make aware, make other people aware of it. It's 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 something important. Um, but yeah. So uh, on that sobering note, I apologize for the. It was all laughing and all that, and that's why I try not to bring it in. Is because it, I recognize it's a game. It's a it's a escape from reality. Um, but uh, yeah, dinos and chat. Yeah, that's kind of what my my opinion of was um well yeah so anyways uh on that note i as as always um oh Say yes goodbye, Blue. no hang on what am i supposed to do with oh. safe gamers and dames oh just and um, like you were talking oh about oh reminder things. okay yes sorry thank you thank you for that grin mm-hmm. um if so going back to my first thing um if you do encounter that if you do encounter that, first off, let me apologize on behalf of the community that doesn't apparently have the balls to apologize for doing that to you because that is unacceptable and it should never happen. Second off, you deserve better um, and you have the opportunity to find people who will treat you better and will treat you with the respect that you deserve. Uh, we have friends in uh, two two giant groups called the Dames of Destiny and Safe Gamers. There's a number of groups. I think there's also, um, I'm going to misspeak it, but I believe it's Ladies of Destiny. Um, there's a number, there's a number of outstanding, I cannot emphasize outstanding groups. Safe gamers is the one that we do a lot of interaction with because they are also really good with younger guardians, uh, younger players. Mm -hmm. They, they've transcended beyond destiny. Um, but if you, if you feel like you need a place to find people who you can trust to play with please do not hesitate to reach out to myself, to Green, um, mm-hmm. whether it's on Discord, whether it's on our email, whether it's on Twitter. I, I don't care. I, I mean, I'm almost tempted to give my number out, but I'm not going to because I think this don't, is very don't important. Don't pull a ninja. Don't yeah, pull a ninja. Yeah. Just saying. No, no. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying the communication needs to happen. And yes. I am more than happy to give you information on how to get a hold of people who are they they their entire basis of their existence of clans is around making sure this doesn't happen. They vet people rigorously before they let them join um to make sure that no one does this. All their mods, all their admins, all their like everybody. The Sherpas Sherpa, Sherpas are a they're freaking amazing at what they do and they are their first thing is to make sure that everyone feels welcome and safe. Um, so there are places that are very active, very safe if you need a place like that. So you don't have to trust LFGs or, you know, I think, what is it, 100 IO or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, uh, yes. And as Green, as Green so kindly said, um, I need say to say good. Blue. I need to say goodbye. So goodbye, Blue. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can also be found at www.focusfirechat.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments or questions for our team concerning the podcast and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. Also, be sure to check out all the amazing work being featured over on thelorenetwork.com. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright.